This is BB Radio, and I am your host, Katherine Dean. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking with you girls, or pretty much giving you girls, I should say, uh, part two of how to not give a fuck. Okay, now I want to start out by saying that this particular topic has been my top listen to podcast episode. Okay, like the number one listen to podcast episode. And I think it's very interesting because everyone is on a journey. I think, and this is what this is my analysis, right? I'm thinking everybody, or at least most people, are on this journey to be free, to being free. Like everyone wants to be free. Everyone wants to just be themselves unapologetically. And, you know, sometimes in life you see those people that already live in their truth and they're already in their evanescence. And you're trying to figure out, like, how do I do that? Like, how do I just be? And it's so interesting that this is the, you know, number one listen to uh, episode. And I was like, you know what? I got part two because I realized some more keys to the game. Okay, two very crucial, crucial keys. And those crucial keys, I'm going to give them to you straight on, and then I'm going to expound on them. Okay, self-awareness and self-acceptance. Now, look, all right, if you want to truly, truly live a life where you do not care about what other people think about you and what other people's opinions and what other people even have going on, like just to just be rebellious in a sense, but at the same time very zen with it, you know, to the point where you don't really care about what people think at all. And I guess it's that the the essence of, you know, how to not give a fuck is is strong and, and it's and it's and it's right, of course, because you got the cursing, you know, in there. But I think it's more so about how to free yourself, you know, how to let yourself go, how to be, how to not care, how to, you know, just exist. Because so many of us are on a journey of trying to um, either impress or be or do something for a variety of different motives. Um, and I just think it's time to just break that chain. And so in my journey, uh, very recently, I would say within like the last five years or so, um, I've learned that self-awareness and self-acceptance is very, very crucial to this journey. And I'm going to talk to you more about that in a moment. But first, let me start out by saying thank you so much for tuning into this podcast episode. Um, I love all of you guys deeply and dearly. Okay, um, I want to say welcome to all of the new listeners. This is amazing. We are on this fantastic journey of womanhood together. You know, we all are on quarantine at the moment. We are trying to, you know, uh, just allow this virus to take its course, do what it does, what it needs to do. You know, and it's very unfortunate the variety of different circumstances that are coming, you know, to surface um, pertaining to, you know, deaths and just, you know, loss of jobs and a variety of different emotions that are, are taking place right now. So my thoughts, my prayers, my emotions, you know, everything is with you guys and we just need to stay strong. You know, we need to stay focused. We need to stay, you know, evolving and continuing to grow and to move forward because this will soon pass. You know, and, and you can look at this historically and you can look at this factually in terms of where, you know, the virus started, where they are, you know, and the measures that they take and have taken um, to kind of move past this. You can look at their timeline. So fortunately, we do have a sense of control in terms of like from a chemistry aspect. You know, I talk about that all the time. Um, but, you know, you, you, you want to have a control or something so you can base, you know, data off this particular thing. So. That's what I look at, you know, China as I'm like, okay, well, if their stores opened up within this time frame, maybe that's what happened here. Or, you know, this is what happened there. Just comparing some numbers and stuff. But 
you know, definitely make sure you stay safe. Keep your immune system up. Definitely make sure you're sanitizing, honey, and just, you know, stay positive. Continue to evolve and learn how to budget your money. And there's a variety of different things, okay, that you can do. And if you did not know or if you haven't, you know, had a chance, you can go on to the, um, the page, the Instagram page for the podcast. And I've done some videos, some quarantine videos. And you can also, too, check out my Instagram page. I am Kat Duro. And um, I've done some quarantine videos just talking to you about different things, like girl stuff, you know, and then also to real serious stuff. Like, for instance, okay, so I'm talking about like beauty. Like, I know for some people that may not be important, but for me it is, you know, because, and for some of you girls it is too, because some of you girls DM me and you're like, hey, you know, how are you looking so good right now? And I'm like, oh, let me give you a few tips. It's not about me looking good, quote unquote. It's more so about me just like maintaining you know, because this is who I am as a person, you know, so it's like, oh, let me share some tips and everything with you, girl, I have to keep it tight, it's not for other people or for any type of vanity stuff, and I maintain myself, you know, for the most part, so I'm just sharing stuff with you girls, or um, even your mindset, you know, keeping your mind clear, keeping, you know, everything afloat, because this is really a mental game in some degree, I mean, of course, we're talking about bacteria and things like that, of how you contract the virus, but we're talking about, like, if you are taking the healthy measures and, you're like, okay, now what? You know, what do I do now? So talking about mindset stuff. So anyway, definitely go onto the Instagram page and be sure to follow all that good stuff. And yes, yeah, so thank you for listening to the podcast. Now, let's get into the nitty gritty. All right. Now, when it comes down to not giving a fuck, right? Now, that's a rebellious statement, okay? Um, me personally, let me take my little journey as far as how I got to the place where I'm at. Because I don't give a fuck. Okay, <laughs> let me be very clear. Okay, <laughs> okay, I have created a bubble for myself that is so strong where if I decide to bring people into my bubble, like people that I like or circumstances or ideas, and I really harvest them and I love them and I adore them, if something goes south and goes sour, it would really, like, really hurt me. I don't want to say detriment, but really hurt me um, into a way where it's like, dang, I let you in my covenant and now I got to let you go. You know, and it's kind of that devastation piece. But for the most part, um, like if you're in that circle, let's just say, right, I care maybe about your opinion. I value what you say. Let's just say it's not that I care is that I value what you say to me. I value your opinion. Now, if you're outside of that bubble, I could give a rat's ass. OK, I could care less. I don't care what you I don't please. Okay, like, I don't care about your opinion of me. I don't care about your opinion of the things. It's not, it has nothing to do with being rebellious. It has nothing to do with whatever. It's this. I'm at peace with myself to the point where I understand that people are going to have different opinions. People are going to have different perspectives. People grow up different ways. There's all kind of different scenarios going on. So I am in no position to judge. Therefore, so many things don't bother me. There's a lot of things that don't bother me. I see stuff all the time. People tell me stuff all the time. I'm not shocked. I, I'm not shocked that often. You understand? I say that often because I've had moments where I'm like, what? You know, but for the most part, no, I'm not shocked often. You know, for me, it's one of those things where um, I've just lived a life where I'm just open. You know, I'm just open and I see things and I experience things. So for the most part, and, and maybe not just for most part, in general, I'm just a very open, wide open person. With that being said, um, I just don't care. Okay. Now, if, you, if I bring you into my circle... I care about your perspective. I care about how you think about me in some degrees. Um, I care, and I say some degrees because even when people that care about you, sometimes they have their own issues. Everybody has their own issues. Let's just, let's blanket that. It doesn't, everybody got their own issues. 
But sometimes, um, you know, they put their issues off on you and then they want you to live a certain type of lifestyle. That's when you have to disconnect. So you're always kind of in your own personal bubble, of course, you know, in your own head, making sure that you're nourished and, and making sure uh, you're sound in a lot of ways. But when it comes down to other people, you know, my family, close family, however, whoever, you know, I care about how they feel and everything. But for the most part, even with that, I really don't care. I really don't care what they think. <laughs> I tell my kids all the time, I can care less what you think about me. Okay, I have a job to do. My job is me and your mother. I love you. I care for you, blah, 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 all that good stuff. And we in it. You know what I'm saying? We in it to win it. I ride and die for them. They know it too, girl. I done showed up and showed out, girl. Done put kids in places, you know, not like literal. I'm talking about like check kids, you know, for my kids. Yes. You know, I mean, I'm the cool parent, so it's, it's, it's a different vibe for me. But it's one of those things where um, I'm just different. And... I feel like this this thing that I embarked on, this ideology, it really came from a point where I used to care too much. See, I used to care about what people thought about me in terms of I wanted a real acceptance. Like, I grew up in an environment where my mother was there, but my father was, like, iffy. So I would try to do different things to try to um, make him come around me and make him engage in me and stuff like that. And I would do all this extra stuff and, and try to change myself and do different things to make him want to be around me. But what ended up happening was he still wasn't around as often. And I thought it was something that I did and something that I needed to change in order to make him come around. So in turn, what happened in my life was there was different people that I would associate with where it wasn't that I was a different person. It's just that I wasn't myself. I would just become a chameleon. And that ended up working to my advantage as I got older because I can go around any type of environment and literally blend in. It's not like I'm being phony or anything. I've learned how to be myself. But at the same time, I'm blendable, you know. So what this pretty much did for me as far as my experience of my life is, is that I used to be the one who really cared about what other people thought about me, wanted to be cordial, wanted to be cool. So then that way I could be accepted. So then that way um, I could be loved. And then in turn, you know, I'll get this sense of fulfillment, I guess, you know. And that was my journey. That was my mission. Now, what happened for me midpoint in my life was, Things just started going in some different directions. Like I would invest my time and energy into people um, and I wouldn't get the same energy back. Right. And so I was like, all right, I'm confused. I would the same thing would happen, for instance, with my father. I was so committed to my father and so committed to trying to um, create some sort of relationship with him. But he still wasn't giving me what I wanted. And so then, um, you know, I, I had so many different scenarios where it was like cat was just like taking L's like I wasn't getting what I wanted and so I paused for a moment it was like pause in terms of I was just at my end like I was really really sad all the time I could not understand what was going on with my life life wasn't making a lot of sense to me and what ended up happening was I came to a real discovery now I came to this discovery partially with my first um kid's father all right he is the type of person he's always the type of person he doesn't care about what anyone thinks he does not care. I'm talking about his mindset so strong, baby. You, it's, it's hard to penetrate, okay? <laughs> Let's just say that. Sometimes some thoughts, some theories that I have said to him maybe 10 years ago, he's just getting right now, okay? Like, it's, it's one of those things where his, his brain is like bulletproof. 
So with that, he would, when we were together, whatever, he would say, oh, you're too nice. You know, you're this, you're that, you know, you need to change. You need to do this, you need to do that. And I'll be like, man, you're too harsh. You know, I don't really, you know, understand why you got that type of energy. You know, people are good. People are nice. Cause I'm a nice person. I, I, I see the good in people. I'm all like, you know, blah, 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 you know, not gullible, but, but nice in essence, you know what I'm saying? Trying to help people, trying to, I guess, low key look for acceptance, blah, 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 blah. Right. So he would always tell me I was too nice. And what happened was I had that voice in my head and then I was coming to a real discovery and I was maturing as a woman and I just started looking around and I'm like, wait a minute. It was over a course of time, of course. And I started noticing that things were not going in my direction. So then I said, you know what? Either way, people are going to judge me, characterize me, um, have in whatever ideals they want to have about me. Um, people are going to just think that I am presenting Catherine at all times. What that meant for me was, okay, let me explain that. Um, so you know how everybody has a perception of you, right? So it like some people will say, oh, you're charismatic or, you know, she's beautiful. She's this, she's that. This is how they describe you, right? So in general sense, right, people are always going to describe you as something. People don't know if you're being real or being fake. Now, a lot of us out here are being really fake because of the fact that we're trying to appease other people. But at the end of the day, with us appeasing other people, that's all in our head. The people that you're trying to appease have no idea that you're trying to appease them. Okay, let that sink in. So that means that you're out here being an imposter, right? Not being true to your feelings, not being true to who you are, going with the flow, being misgullible, being misnice, da 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 caring about what people think. And the thing is, is that these people on the other end have no idea that that's your motive. They have no idea that that's your game. Now, the thing is, oh, let, me, let me clean that little piece up, too, because there are a few people that do recognize that. And those are the type of people that take advantage of you. And those are the people that use you as a pawn because they see your weakness. OK, your weakness is that you're not self-aware. Period. That's just what it is. OK. And so there's some people out here that prey on that. And so what they do with people that aren't self-aware is they give them an identity. Okay, and then that's when you have people that try to control you, manipulate you, and kind of get you into this warped world. So, what I want to tell you guys today is this. At the end of the day, people are going to create a pictorial, a description, a way to view you and to perceive you. Why not give them the best version, the true essence version of who you really are? I, I, I came to that conclusion. It, it was very early on in my life. I want to say about maybe like 14 years old. I promise you. Like when I was in between like 11 and 14, I went through a lot of transformation because I became a mom when I was around 15, 16. So I don't know what the universe had going on with me. But during that time of my life, 11 and 14, it was very interesting. And what I realized was, you know, people are going to judge me either way because I was at a point where I with guys like I had a boyfriend and stuff like that but I think I had a boyfriend because of my my nature right but I wasn't doing some of the things that some of the other girls were doing that were my age like some girls were having sex like I found this out when I was in maybe like college days or so you know what I'm saying like oh girls are were that we went to grammar school with were having sex like I'm like what girl I was sheltered I I wasn't doing none of that okay but I had a boyfriend I had a boyfriend for three years from sixth grade to eighth grade same dude you know, he was in love with me. At least I thought, found out, girl, he out here, he was slanging girls, okay, at his house. But <laughs> he was committed to me. I saw him all the time. We talked all the time. So I had no idea he was sneaking and freaking, you know. But nevertheless, though, um, I came to this conclusion because I was just trying my best to fit in. That's that age where you're trying to 
become because you are becoming most of us go through our periods during that time most of us are you know at this really weird phase so I was like fuck it I just have to be myself because it was so stressful trying to be somebody else it was so stressful trying to trying to figure it all out and 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 I couldn't do it anymore so I just said forget it I'm just gonna be me and whatever show up just show up and if they like it fuck it if they do they don't whatever I don't it was too much energy, too much energy. And so I'm here to tell you, right, coming from a person who experienced a variety of different emotions, which I'm sure you can relate to, um, trying to appease other people or trying to live up to whatever or trying to worry about others or even or even the weird peanut gallery that you create in your head. I don't know about you, but I had these people in my head that used to tell me or critique me on every move that I made. And I think some of it is, yes, your natural um, inner voice, your spiritual guidance, that kind of a thing. Right. But I'm not talking about like that kind of I'm talking about like the people that be like reminding you of this societal standard or measuring you up against other people. It's a voice that you truly created when you were at a low place and you kept this person with you throughout your journey. So they constantly question you and, and all these other things. And so, you know, for me, I just had to break free from all of that. Okay, I just had to break free from all of that. And how you do that is stop giving it energy, okay, all together. Meaning that, all right, I stop worrying about a, trying to have friends, B, trying to fit in, C, trying to appease other people, trying to work on other people's timelines. I, I just had to let all that go. I had to say, you know what? Either you like me or you don't. Okay, like either we're going to work this thing out or we're not. Like it's, it's not an in-between and, and that's okay. And it's not being bold or it's not being cocky or it's not being rebellious. It's just saying that, you know what? I really, truly, truly, it, I love myself more. I love myself enough. I love my excuse me. <laughs> I love myself enough to know that I mean more. Like, do you know how? And I'm sure you do. How deplenishing it is to constantly, constantly give and do not give back, girl. It is nothing like being in a scenario where you're constantly pouring people's cups and they're not replenishing you. Okay, and it's one of those um, environments where it's very toxic. It's very, um, I feel like very caged bird, if you will. You know, it gives you that caged bird kind of vibes. It doesn't work out. And being conscious thinkers, we have to start thinking about our life in terms of the past, current, and the future, right? Because what has already been done, you can analyze that stuff. What's currently going on, you can learn how to embrace what's that, what that is because you know that if you embrace what that is, what's going to happen next will have a better outcome. So when it comes down to the nitty-gritty though, right, let's, let's break it down into two principles. So self-awareness. So self-awareness is pretty much knowing who you are as a person, right? Like knowing and, and believing in yourself. Now, belief is something that sometimes has to be uh, grown and matured because people in situations, you still have the past going on or you have failures that may currently take place. So you, you have to build and nurture your belief system. It's just like a muscle. Now, let me tell you this too, little Jim. Everything in life is a muscle. When you start looking at it stuff like that, then you can start handling things a little bit better and stop putting so much pressure on yourself. What that means is this. If you haven't worked a muscle in a long time, it's going to take a moment for that muscle to go through its like full cycle phase. Meaning that, say, for instance, okay, you start working out. 
When you first start working out, the day after or two days after, you're going to be sore. You're going to be sore for like two days. Now, after that two-day phase, then your body can be really, you know, ready, which some people push themselves before the full two days is up, but your body is ready to really kind of go into the next phase because what happens to the muscles is that it breaks its, its breakdown pretty much, you know? The muscle gets torn. It's almost like it gets injured. And then what happens is it repairs itself, and it repairs itself with new tissue, stronger tissues, et cetera. And then that, that, when you work out again, that particular tissue is being modified, and then it breaks down again, and it goes through this whole cycle. So that's how you have to look at life, and that's how you have to look at circumstances. It's not going to give you immediately what you're looking for. Like when you make change, when you do things, or whatever's going on in your life. It may not immediately give you the results that you're looking for, but if you keep working at it, you will begin to see progress and then you'll be stronger in that area. So when it comes down to um, this whole ideal of like not, not giving a fuck, right? We're talking about self-awareness. It's a matter of just saying, you know, um, I know who I am. How you discover who you are is you just do an inventory. And you start figuring out and nitpicking what you like, what you don't like, what you're interested in, what you're drawn to, that kind of a thing. You can write it down on paper in the beginning, and but eventually you'll know this thing in your brain, part of that muscle kind of theory, you know. So once you figure out what you like, what you don't like, that's a part of like who you are as a person. Now, in addition to this, though, it's a matter of accepting what you find out or accepting this list of things that you've written. Because it's one thing to, for your eyes to be open. It's another thing for you to know where you're going. So if your eyes are open, right, that's the awareness aspect. But to know where you're going means that I accept this journey. I accept who I am. Now, on this, this journey, right, on this piece of paper, you might find some things that you, they don't really sit too well in your spirit. Like even though it's things that you like, you may feel like, I like it, but I want to evolve at some. Or maybe there are some things that you kind of wanted to put on the list, but you didn't put on the list because you're not really evolved in that area or you're too scared or you told yourself some stories, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So that's really like an invisible list, if you will. This is a list of things that you really need to work on and you need to evolve and get past, okay? Now, this is a list that really is in your subconscious mind and you don't necessarily have to write it down because for some reason, when we write out who we are, when we start focusing on positives, Naturally, negatives arise. Naturally, our brain falls into this, this, this transit place of thinking about the negative stuff or the things that's not necessarily pushing us to the next level. But what happens when you're in a really good vibration, a really good thought process, focusing on things that you like, you're going to view the things that you don't like in a very different way. You're not going to look at it with the same eyes. Because if you focus in, if I have you write out, say, a list of the things that, you know, you need to work on, et cetera, et cetera, it's going to put you in a very diminishing place. And you're going to feel like, how can I rise above from here? So you start good, right? And then you know, because you're natural thinkers, we're natural planners, we're in, we in logic here, you have to address the things that you're unstable in. Because if you do that, what's going to happen is you're going to become very um, accepting of who you are. Because you're aware of the things that you need to work on. You can't just be focusing on one area where it's like, you know, oh, yeah, I know what I like. Ha, ha, ha. Everything's peach and cream. No, I also, too, know what I need to work on. I also, too, know where I'm at in life. I also, too, have direction. You know, like that's that's another level of 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 of, of bubble. You know, that 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 right there is like a whole nother dimension. So. When it comes down to this whole self-awareness sector, it's just a matter of just saying, you know what? It is what it is. I go with it. Excuse me. I felt I had some coffee. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, this is real and raw, guys. Um, but it's the self-awareness piece um, and, and, you know, just a combination of self-acceptance. Now, 
the other thing that I want to say as far as, you know, how to not give a fuck and how to really cultivate this whole ideology um, is really just saying that whatever I find on my self-awareness journey and whatever I decide to accept, I'm going to confidently push it out into the world. Okay. Because either way, people are going to create judgment about me. They're going to define me some kind of a way. So at the end of the day, I might as well give them the best version of who I am. That relates back to my original topics and the original things that I was saying to you. See, it all comes together. Okay. So when it comes down to you saying, okay, I don't give a fuck, right? I don't care what people think about me. I'm just this person that's out here in the world. It's that piece of confidence. It's that piece of having a direction. It's that piece of acceptance and humility as well. Because when you accept yourself, you humble yourself. Because you know, for instance, I no longer have to fight, right? Have you ever seen somebody that needs validation? They're in a fight. They're in a fight for attention. They're in a fight for, for this. They're longing for something. You can feel the energy. They're thirsty as hell. Okay, they need water. Okay, that type of energy is very draining. It's, it's very alerting and, and it causes a weird kind of vibe when you're around this type of person. Okay, so when you know who you are and you accept it and you don't have to boast your abilities, you don't have to talk about who you are and what this is that. that. Oh, let me give another example. You ever met somebody and the first thing that they talk about is their job or they ask you, like, what do you do for a living? If somebody ever starts a conversation with that, what do you do for a living? Please understand that this person is seeking validation. Okay, or that's what they that's their their they, they move with their money. That's what defines them, I should say. And so what happens with that type of ideology is, is that all you are is your money. Pretty much all you are are your accomplishments, which in some degrees is true, right? That's a piece of confidence. But you can also, too, lead with other facets of you. Like if you're meeting someone and, and you're trying to date them, you really don't care about what kind of job they have per se. You understand? Because it's not really about how you you what you do for a living like how you make your money and stuff like you want to make sure that they're you know financially stable but is that really what you in it for you know what i'm saying so it's like when you hear someone talk like that that's another piece piece of validation but when you know who you are when you accept who you are it doesn't matter if you're an artist it doesn't matter if you're making you know twenty thousand dollars a month fifty thousand dollars a month or you know a million dollars a year whatever your 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 you know income is that doesn't really matter because that's just a part of who you are and you've accepted that piece, you know what I'm saying? And also too, that comes from saying, this is the kind of lifestyle I want. This is what I want for myself. This is how much money I wanna make. It's that acceptance piece, it's that awareness piece. See, cause when you go down and create that inventory list, you wanna make sure that the inventory list is strong. It's things that you like and things that you want, things you desire, how you wanna live, like breaking it down. So that way you really know who you are. So you're never in a validation match. Okay, like you can be around somebody like for me. Okay, I want 32 cars. If I say to somebody I want 32 cars, I don't give a rat's behind about your reaction. I could care less what you think about me. I could care less. Girl, do you know how many people? And I'm not saying I talked to a lot of people and tell me that, but I have told a few people that I wanted 32 cars. And let me just tell you, I've had different, different, you know, reactions. Some people be like, you know, oh, you know, how you going to pay the insurance and all those and blah, 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 blah. Dude. Lady, mind your business. First of all, ain't nobody asked you to be worried about my insurance, okay? And I'm not no idiot. I don't have to get insured, but baby, listen. That's what me to worry about. That's what ballers worry about, baby. <laughs> it's people out here that got 32 cars. People that got more than 32 cars. I know somebody got 40 cars. So don't even come at me. Please, please, stop, 
Okay. Like you, you, you know, it's one of those things where too, I've heard people say, oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? I'm about your 33rd car, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, ha, 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 whatever. You know, and it's one, and it's, and it's another thing where it's like, oh, okay. The word, you know, I, I'm feeling that. What kind of cars you going to get? You know, it's all different kind of reactions. But at the end of the day, I really don't care. Okay. I don't give a rat's ass. I don't give a fuck what you think about my 32 cars ambition. Because at the end of the day, it's for me. It's for cat. Cause cat like cars. Okay, like that, that's that's type of level I'm at. I'm presenting myself as the best version of myself because that's who I am. And you don't like it, that's fine too. But I don't care. Like it's not like, and I'm not going to give you no energy about it either. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, cool. You know, or you don't agree with me or you don't have a reaction to how I feel or this isn't that. That's cool. Cool. You know what I'm saying? And you just move on. But you know, too, though, you've got to be smart. You can't engage yourself with those type of people. You can't really, you know, be around that type of energy long term because, you know, that's not your tribe, you know. So it, it kind of breaks down in so many different ways. But at the end of the day, though, when you present yourself as this person that you are very solid within yourself and, and all these other things, I just kind of feel like it all comes into play to benefit you. Because in this life, you have to benefit yourself. Yes, you want to care about other people. Yes, you want to care about their wealth. Let me tell you what that even means. First of all, let's break that down real quick. Caring about other people means that you care about their well-being. Meaning that you care about their mental, their physical well-being. Right? Naturally, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Naturally, you don't want to um, cause someone's type of, any type of devastation. But you also too much understand that life is life. Things will happen. And it's not necessarily that it may be you. Sometimes people already have their own issues and you trigger something within them. Everyone has a story, okay? Everyone has something that they're going through. At the end of the day, it's not your job to be Captain Save-A-Ho, okay? It's, and, and, and ho means, you know, it could be anybody. That means, like, it could be uh, saving a man or saving a woman. It, your job is not to do that for people, okay? You don't want to be at this place where you're on this validation kick. Now, I say this because... Sometimes in life, we find ourselves trying to measure up or we find ourselves trying to care about other people's opinions or we, we find ourselves just on very shaky and unstable grounds. And at the end of the day, this life's journey is truly about you. It's truly about your evolution. It's truly about what you want to do, who you're trying to be. Um, and at the end of the day, people will think what they want to think. People will behave how they want to behave. And people have their own shit going on, too. Okay, and the more you research life, the more you experience life, you'll begin to see it unfold in a variety of different ways. And you can learn how to navigate and operate and really start putting yourself at the center attention. Okay, the center fold like you deserve that. You need that because most people are operating on that. Okay, most people are operating on people pleasing. And that's cool. It's a few, though. It's a few. When I say most, I'm talking about like maybe. Let's say 60%. So that's more than 50, right? That's most. Maybe 70% of people. And 30% of people may just be operating on their own thing. Because I know a lot of people that operate on their own thing. But they do it unconsciously or consciously. But, you know, that's just my, my little stats. Don't quote me on it, though. <laughs> so <laughs> at the end of the day, though, create your bubble. Okay? Um, if you don't know what that is, that terminology, um, there's a podcast episode that's called Creating a Bubble. I believe it was a, was a video, one or the other. You can go on the website, catdurrell.com, and see if it's a video or if it's a podcast episode. But Creating a Bubble pretty much means it's creating this atmosphere of things that you, um, you know, like about yourself or you, um, 
want to engage in your philosophies, ideologies, all this stuff, you put this stuff inside of here and you protect yourself. And meaning that it's like almost like an invisible sphere around you. So when people give you their opinions, their thoughts, their ideologies, etc., it bounces off of you pretty much because it doesn't fit necessarily within what you have put into your bubble currently. But when you get information, for instance, you can ask people, you know, what do you think about this, et cetera, et cetera. And then from there, you can, you know, decide what you want to put in your bubble. Like the bubble is not like a set in stone thing. It's more so like deciding out of all the information in the world, what exactly I can relate with, what exactly I can connect with. And um, whatever you come with, you know, whatever you come up with, you put into your bubble and you kind of just go from there. So it's like a self-awareness piece, whatever. But nevertheless, though, I hope that this podcast episode gave you a variety of elements of insight. Um, I definitely want you girls to think about just being rebellious in some degrees, I guess. It's not directly rebellious, but it's, I guess, it's rebellious maybe in nature of what most people believe and most people think. You know, most people think it's a it's a race or you have to compete or it has to be or, you know, it's a box, it's a this, it's a that. But it's really not. It's a self-awareness journey, you know, because the people that are really who they are and they're really in their own evanescence and like they're really like in it, in it, in it. Those are the most happiest and joyous people. And life is a journey. And if you really think about some things, let me say this and then I'm out of here. Okay, so I came to this conclusion that everybody is literally in control of their own lives. You could do whatever you really, truly, truly want to do. Like most of us do things because there's a voice in our head that tells us to do it. Like if you have to go to work, right, there's a voice in your head that's telling you like, hey, you need to get up and go to work. Even if you oversleep or say, for instance, when you do wake up or however, or the night before, you have a voice in your head that's telling you about your responsibilities or reminding your responsibilities, etc. So you also too have a, a portion of your brain or there's something in your brain that's telling you that you can sleep in or you could do whatever, or it's something that tells you you can go to the store. Like you can literally live a life of whatever, doing whatever you want to do. You can sit around all day and watch TV. You can decide to be productive. You could do whatever you want to do, contrary to what some may believe. You could truly do whatever you want to do every single day. All right. So if you could do whatever you want to do every single day, that just means that you have freedom. Okay, you have the freedom to be yourself, you have the freedom to do, you have the freedom to be, to exist. With that level of freedom, I think that you should take control, okay, and say that I'm going to live a life that really, truly, truly defines me and truly serenades with me and and resonates with me strictly because I can do whatever I want to do. Like, I don't, I could be happy, I could be sad, I could be, I could do whatever I want to do. So why not give myself the best chance possible? Why not position myself in the best way? Why not work out? Why not change my mindset? Why not, you know, create my bubble? Why not, you know, stop worrying about what people think about me? Why not be free? Why not just do what the hell I want to do, shit, (laughs) until I want to do something different? And if this person don't like me, okay, cool. If that means that this relationship ends, cool. If that means that we have to renegotiate how we engage with each other, cool. Like, it doesn't matter because my sanity matters, because I matter, because I could be doing anything in the world that I want to be doing. I do not have to be doing this. I do not have to be engaging like this. I could do anything. You could be any fucking body. Like, get that. Like, get that. Like, that thought right there, that that theory is like, wow. Because a lot of us feel like we just stuck here. I know I did most of my life. I thought I was just stuck. I thought I thought somebody else was in control. 
you know, especially when you hear, you know, when you know about religion, you know, about like all these different things, you're just like somebody else is in control and I'm just going in emotions. No, it's not true. It's not true. You are in control. You can decide how you live, when you live, how you want to do it, what way you want to do it, navigate your own life, road map it, switch up the game, do however you want to do it and be the best to have ever done it. I'm telling you it's possible because there's people out here doing it. That's how I know it's possible. And now that I know the game, I'm like, shoot, I could have been doing that. Psh, please. If somebody would have told me freedom was this easy, honey, I would have been, been gone. Okay? Instead of shackling myself up like a fool. Okay? And when I say fool, I mean like, you know, somebody that's not knowledgeable. Okay? So anyway, girls, get it together. Stop caring about what people think. Be free. Okay? Free yourself today. All right? I love you girls deeply and dearly. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at IamCatDuro. You can also, too, follow the Instagram page for the podcast. It's Bad Bitch Radio Podcast. And I will talk to you girls soon. Ciao.